Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. I dreamed a dream in time gone by When hope was high, life worth living I dreamed that love would never die Six of the hostages went out a back exit. Where are they? The Canadian ambassador's house. We got revolutionary guards going door to door. These people die. They die badly. What we like for this are bicycles. Or you could just send in training wheels and meet them at the border with Gatorade. It's gonna take a miracle to get them out. I got an idea. They're a Canadian film crew for a science fiction movie. I fly into Tehran. We all fly out together as a film crew. I need you to help me make a fake movie. So you want to come to Hollywood and act like a big shot without actually doing anything? Yeah. You'll fit right in. You need a script? Argo. Science fantasy adventure. Moonscape. Mars. Desert. You need an exotic location to shoot. You need a producer. If I'm doing a fake movie, it's going to be a fake hit. You want to have a better bad idea than this? This is the best bad idea we have, sir. By far. By far. You have 72 hours to get them out. They're getting a visitor. You gotten people out this way before? No. You're asking us to trust you with our lives. This is what I do, and I've never left even behind. They know who they are, and they know they're hiding out. It's over, Tony. If they stay here, they will be taken. Probably not alive. We're responsible for these people. 
to go. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Congratulations on your 100th episode, and you suck, Scott and Joey. Bye. Congratulations, movie Sucktastic, on your 100th episode. Keep up all the suck. Hi, guys. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Way to suck. Hi, Scott and Joey. Heard that you made it to your 100th episode. Congratulations. You know, I had an idea. If you took all the greatest hits from your 100 episodes and made a movie... You guys would have to review it, because you suck! Well, congratulations, Scott and Joey, for your upcoming 100th episode. Uh, just like to say, you suck better than I do. Congratulations. Thanks. Bye. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. And welcome to our 100th episode of Movie yeah. Sucktastic. And, and appa- apparently, we have a lot of a lot of fans out there who really don't like us that much. Yeah, they think we fucking suck. <laughs> I guess we do. I, I I'm not going to argue with them. Why would I, I do that? No, no, I blame I, you though. I'm not going to argue with them. <laughs> anyway, all right, everybody, thank you. Um, we got some phone calls, like like Scott just said. That was a lot of fun. Um, now, for our 100th episode, I think you had mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago, we got nothing planned. No. No. no we, we tried. We tried, now, but we got nothing I, I planned. I originally had the idea of going back through our older episodes and getting clips of other funniest parts and playing them, but that takes like, so much work. It does. Yeah. And you know what? I was actually... It's, it's, thinking of doing that. that's a hundred episodes that's a hundred episodes i have to listen to that's that's over 200 hours of of uh combing over <laughs> uh who has that much time uh that would be nobody certainly not you or i <laughs> i, I do want to do that though do 
I, I do want to do that, though. I, I do want to do a, you know, best of the first 100. Yeah, but, like, over a gradual period of time. Yeah, yeah. So, that's what I want to do. But, uh, We don't whatever. have that. No, we don't have it yet. <laughs> Again, no time. I know you don't have time. I certainly don't have fucking time. And you put both of us together who don't have time, nobody gets a 100th episode uh, best of. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Oh, my God, I'm so tired. We're getting this massive snow snowstorm. Or not, shut up. No uh, such thing. You should be more worried than me. You're supposed to get hit harder than me. Oh, you mean I may not be able to get to work tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck, they're talking about 60-mile-an-hour winds. It's like, come on. What is going on? They can't, they can't they can the, the weather cannot fuck up my roof any more than it already is. Sorry. <laughs> no, we are already there. We're there. Uh, so, so one hundredth episode of Movie Sucktastic, and of course we're going to be doing Oscar films as well. That's so, right. Yes. That's right. Yeah, oh, that's correct. And since we missed last week because of uh, I think that was my fault that time. Uh, maybe we're going to be we're going to be doubling up on Oscar films we're going to be doing uh, what I like to call the patriotic duo here hmm. of Argo and Les Miserables or The Wretched is what it translates to The Wretched you would think it would be more miserable or The Miserable but no it means The Wretched well you know you're not doing a literal translation you're, you're translating the, uh, the intention so is that what it is yeah now, that's, okay. that's how translation works in the literary world. Um, now, without getting directly into both films, I want to point out that uh, I watched Les, Les, uh, Les Mis, and I watched Argo, and we, in our other podcasts, uh, I tend to usually uh, speak poorly of uh, our country for certain things that it does and attitudes in here. But right. i got to tell you, after watching uh, Les Miserables and then Argo afterwards, I love America. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy to have been born in this country where the worst thing I mean here we are I, I you know heated arguments of people's oh you know idiots with guns and you know they won't allow gays in the boy scouts and these are our big concerns and then I'm watching Argo where they're just like killing people in the streets Yeah <laughs> It's like wow just taking you know? American uh, American uh, prisoners just for for having an American last name or a, a not American last name a name that sounded American <laughs> you you were fucked Well I mean it, even beyond that I mean the whole the whole thing with uh it's the overthrow of the of the Shah in Iran Right right in, in the 70s and as, as as bad as America may seem sometimes from how we fuck things up and how everything goes bad and how things don't aren't don't work the way they should. We've never had a president that had to leave the country under fear of death. <laughs> the worst we've had is presidents that that leave in disgrace, and then we, you know, later on we we, we hold funerals like, well, you know, he wasn't that bad. <laughs> he it, did some good things. And I mean, and, and again, again, it's our fault. Even with Argo, the whole thing is that we were the people to put the Shah in power in first in the first place. Right, because we we wanted a buddy in there for the oil, and uh, again we suck. But we we suck in that regard. But I'm so happy to live in a country where I don't have to drive down the street and there's people like waving machine guns, and people <laughs> hang you know being hung by cranes. Like that's 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 pretty fucked. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. 
pretty I, uh, pitiful. Yeah, I'll take getting in arguments with the uh, with the student services at, at my at my uh, university. <laughs> now, are you going to talk a little bit about that later? No, or or you can't. <laughs> That's not well. No, it's just not movie related. Maybe in strangers. I'll no, talk no, no, about no. It. I, well, I meant strangers. Oh yeah, possibly. We'll see. Okay. okay. But I mean, it, there's a difference between these guys are going to shoot me because they think I'm a sympathizer, and I'm going to shoot off an angry email. And then. And then Lee Miz, I mean, you know, 20 years for theft of a loaf of bread, or right. five years for, for loaf of bread, 15 years for trying to escape. I mean, as, as draconian as our prison system is, even I have to admit, we're not that bad. Well, yeah, no, of course. So, so yeah, so it was an eye-opener watching these films. Yeah, yeah things aren't so bad here. I really got to stop my bitching and whining and, and, and think, yeah, 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 we're not, we're not killing people. At least not not government sanctioned. We've never had to have mass riots in the streets. All we do is just get get pissy and like vote vote in some jackass. Yeah. Now and then um, later. As far as the as the movies go, do do you have a preference to which one you want to start with, or you want to go? Don't don't do that. You got cupcakes. Got hundredth episode cupcakes. Mm, I don't have any cupcakes. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold one here for you. You gonna hold one there for him for me? I'll lick one just for you. You gonna li- you gonna lick it? Okay. Oh yeah. Well, since we didn't do less miserables uh, last week, I think we should do that first. Okay. Now, uh, have you ever seen the Broadway play uh, before this film or any? Okay, I, I take it that's a no. <laughs> uh, I'm not what you'd call a Broadway musical kind of guy. Well, I, no, well, only- I mean, I saw it in high school. Our uh, our for, a foreign language class that I was taking at the time, it was not French, it was Italian, uh, we were all able to go to see Les Miserables in New York City. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know if maybe you had a similar situation. No. No. <laughs> okay. The closest I got is when I was growing up, was, since it was the big uh, Broadway musical at the time, they had With the commercials. Phantom? So that that <laughs> swell of music when he lifts up the flag in the beginning, bum bum, I I heard that five second clip over and yeah. over again for in, during commercial breaks. Oh, okay. So every, so every time in the film when that that key surges, bum bum, I immediately flash back to watching like like sitcoms at four in the afternoon at home, and that commercial Whoa. popping up every five seconds. It's it, it's it's ingrained in there. But uh, I mean, I do not like musicals. There's probably I can name on one hand all of the musicals, uh, and we're talking about uh, mu- like Broadway musicals adapted to film, right? You know that kind of film musical. I'm Oliver. Uh, I like oh, Oliver sure. for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I was forced to watch that in grammar school. Every it seemed every single year that I was in grammar school, I was forced to watch Oliver. It was every that's, year that's in like music grammar class. school. In music uh, I also class like every uh, year. My Fair Lady, mainly because Rex, uh, Rex, Rex Reed. Oh, Rex Reed. Oh, My Fair Lady. Oh, oh and the brain know. tumor kicks in. Oh, oh. Rex My Who? Fair Lady, Rex Harrison, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, God damn you! Anyway, but he, he's, he's he's such a uh, he 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 uh, just. Uh, brutalizes the woman in that film so that that's funny and some of the music's okay but i don't care for musicals i don't like movies uh, i hate west side story i think it's the gayest thing i've ever seen 
I, and, and I'm that, not a big fan of West Side Story myself. I when you're a jet, you're a jet. It's just stupid, <laughs> stupid. I don't know how it, it. It. I don't know how it gets an audience as a musical, let alone as a movie musical. I don't like musicals. Uh, Chicago did not care for it. This one, I'm on the fence. What's your okay. thoughts? I thought a lot of the performances were decent. Um, I thought a lot, and I'm not a big musical by, fan by way, either. By the way, huh? by the way, Rex Harrison, what? I was right. Okay, good. I fairly did. Uh, super duper. Um, this is what I think. I think Hugh Jackman gets best actor. Do I think he deserves <laughs> it? I haven't seen everybody yet. This is damn good, though. But I think he gets it. And I think Anne Hathaway gets Best Supporting Actress as well. Now, she's not in the film long enough that I think should warrant an Oscar. (laughs) But I think her performance is good enough with her singing and her acting uh, Mm -hmm. that they're going to look past that. They're going to do a Dame Judi Dench from Shakespeare in Love where she was on camera for seven minutes. No. Can we can we go over the plot of this film? Because now the book, uh, I had the book on my bookshelf at one point, and it's huge, and so I'm pretty yeah. sure that that the musical really does uh, doesn't stay true to the novel 100. percent They have to cut things out. Right. It's even that big. Now, but I would love to go over the basic plot, having never seen this before until we watched it for this. So I've, I've I barely remember an older version uh, from the 70s or 60s, but. The film opens up with, uh, oh, how do you pronounce it? It's uh, Jean Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean. Yeah. You're going echoey all of a sudden? You're just just moving around. Yeah, no, I'm actually, uh, hold on one second. Give me one second. He he leaves his desk when I start talking. Uh, And so he's been in prison for 20 years, and his uh, guard, as we know, is uh, uh, Javet. Remember my name. Javet. Javet. Jean Valjean. What is, what is that I, Facebook picture going around now? It's like, don't forget my name. Yeah, well, that's. Uh, <laughs> do not forget my name. Javert. Do not forget my name. Javert. So he's. Uh, Russell Crowe's got got a hard on for uh, for J- Hugh Jackman's character. He just that's really right. doesn't like it. I, I, I think he's got a big problem with bread thieves, is what it is. And so <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman uh, gets his parole, but but of course he can't get a job or anything because he's got this black mark as being a criminal. Uh, again, because uh, he stole bread. We do the same thing here in America, but not as severe. All right, he stole bread just to feed his. So he starts off as a very sympathetic character. It's not really a, a, there's not really a character arc for him except that like at one point he almost goes bad. It's not like he was a bad guy that becomes good. He was a good guy that did something because for good. O- almost went bad, then went back. So I, I'm I'm not fond of the character arc. Uh, he he robs from from a priest who covers his back and says, "No, here, take the silver. He, had it. I, he didn't rob it." And then he takes the money and skips bail, becomes a fugitive, and starts a new life. Uh, we then fast forward tw- twenty years, thirteen years, six whatever years. Nine years. He's now the nine year in nine years. He's mayor. He's the mayor of a town and has this ni- a nice little sweatshop going. Where Anne Hathaway is uh, one of the workers. Now, if there's one overall theme to this film, it's that women suck. <laughs> Anne Hathaway's character is single-handedly destroyed 
by the pettiness of bitchy women. Anne Hathaway and her daughter are like the only like female characters in the film that you do not hate with a passion. All her her coworkers in the sweatshop under Hugh Jackman get her fired, and Hugh Jackman off playing uh, Mitt Romney or something. They have no idea what's going on. And it, and the women around her get her fired, drive her to prostitution, and eventually drive her to death. Am, am I? Am uh, I mis- okay. Yeah. I mean, were you gonna tell everybody mis- that? No, you're not this mistaken. Is, this isn't a new movie. I'm not. I'm not counting spoilers for this. It's not a new film. I, I love it this when is, you say no, stuff like that. Like stuff like what? Th- this is not a new movie, but there's it's always somebody not. that's never seen it. You're not watching this for plot twists. You're watching it for the music. Well, yeah, of course. I'm not. I'm not ruining anything. I don't think. Okay. I don't care. I don't honestly. Care. <laughs> honestly, if you if you don't know this film, the odds are against you actually watching it anyway. Right. I mean, uh, and after that, it's just it, the movie jumps. Every act jumps like ten years, fifteen years later. And so Javert, 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 my name is Javert, Javert, <laughs> even though he hates Hugh Jackman's character, Jean Valjean, Jean right. Valjean, uh, uh, Jordache, he doesn't recognize him every time he meets him. You know, 10 years later, I look familiar, you know, 15 years after that. Right. Who you haven't changed. Man? You've shaved. She did this whole episode in, uh, in singing. No, let's not. Let's not the do movie that. Was okay. Now, it, I mean, now the performances were kind of good. The girl, I her mean, name now, is what's her name, Krusty Bread. Hey, hey, hey. Helena Bonham please. Carter plays Helena Bonham Carter as she does every film now. Every fucking movie. Now, I didn't now, realize that the director was friends with Tim Burton. <laughs> gee, yeah. Now, who I didn't mind for a change was Sasha Baron. You know, I was just going to say, it, now, I'm not a musical guy, but the best song in the whole fucking movie, there, to sir, me, sir. Master of the House, Master That's of the House. <laughs> Master of the House, give her the yeah, No, it's, it's, I love that scene. That's my favorite part of the whole film. Yep, I and I'll tell you what, lot. you know you know what it made me want to watch? Popeye. You know what made me watch, want to watch Popeye is uh, is during the song where Jean Jean Valjean's singing, uh, in the in the uh, and he's like, "Who am I?" And after he finds out that someone else is going to hang for his crimes, like, "Who oh, right, am right. I?" Like, I'm Popeye. <laughs> they should do Miserables with Popeye. With Popeye, sure. Every time they were near the ocean, anytime they were near a dock of some kind, any kind of salty, you know, just like a sea, you know, salt of the earth, old salty dog, and I'm like, I want to watch Popeye. Because then, because <laughs> then Anna Hathaway's character could be, uh, could be olive, olive oil. oil. <laughs> Javert is Brut- Brutus, uh, Bluto, right. Bluto. Then uh, the kid Popeye. that gets shot, the kid that gets shot during the whole uh, revolution scene, that could yeah. be uh, what the, the annoying kids. And he could save Sweet Pea from Wimpy's a house, Wimpy of the house. You think the little girl could just be Sweet Pea? Yeah. Yeah. And then Wimpy okay. could Wimpy could be the one keeping him, keep keeping Sweet Pea that he likes okay. to buy, her, buy Sa- her away Sasha from. Sasha Baron's character, sure. 
Yeah, I, I think it works. I don't know. I don't know if I, I guarantee somebody's done that before because again, having that that song where he keeps saying "Who am I?" says Popeye. Right. I, I'd fucking yeah. see it. But yeah. that's all I'm thinking. I'm thinking I want to watch Popeye. <laughs> where the film and, loses me, the film loses me when it gets into the revolution and the uh, the love triangle. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you've got a you've got a great thing going here about a man who keeps racing, escaping his past and trying to do good by people, and and then all of a sudden it's a uh, uh, a love triangle between what a hot chick, a lesser hot chick, and a geeky looking guy. And I did not find um, co- the adult Cosette attractive as. Uh, yeah, and and you know what? Uh, I, I just call her crusty bread. Um, <laughs> Her really singing was not, what? No, you, I, I, I was just calling her crusty bread the whole movie. Well, well uh, who, who's the? Uh, I don't know half of these names. The, see, once the middle of the film hits and we start meeting all these revolutionary young characters, I lost yeah. track of the names. I, I, uh, well, well, where I was going with her is, I, I thought her voice was terrible. I thought she crooned. Her voice was <laughs> like, like when she would sing and she try and hit a note, she'd be like, "The sun." It's like, come on. It's and that's just naturally how she sings. Now she's a known actress. Uh, she's just not anyone they got off the street. I don't remember her name, but she's been in a ton of films. So they probably approached her and she said yes. She probably had singing classes, all that crap, just to be in the movie. And I personally don't think her her singing fits at all. That's just I like me. most of the singing. The singing was now, okay. Now the film has got a. This has been the the musical, the highbrow musical that the critics have turned on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been following that. Like I Chicago really have out and, and they can't wait to like jerk off over it. This one, all of a sudden, there's this backlash. And it's funny because, again, you mentioned in a previous episode when we talked about it, that in this one, they didn't lip sync. They let the actress sing. Yep, everything and, and was on set. Had, and, right, and then put... they had earpieces for the music and the, the piano accompaniment. Uh, followed the actors, not the other way around. So the actors set the pace based on how they were acting and singing. Mm-hmm. And I, this—that's one thing that drew me in, was that it's—it's it's real. It's not just there was a guttural feel to it when the when their voice would crack or uh, occasionally, or if they like trailed off somewhere, it added reality to it. If you're going to make people break out in a song in the middle of life, at least have them actually break out and not just lip sync it. I no, like I, that. I, 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 no, I, I agree, uh, and it's. I'm surprised more reviewers aren't praising the film for doing something like that, and instead, they're they're, like you said, it. they're backlashing against yeah. it. Oh, the, 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 the range wasn't good, and a lot of them are knocking Russell Crowe. So you know, I don't think a police chief should sing that well. <laughs> I don't think a police chief should be singing a cappella or uh, or. Yeah, Soprano they are not, or, and and. I, f- I, I like the fact that Russell Crowe singing, so it's like, show me! <laughs> yeah, I see that. You know, and then when he's like walking along the ledge, uh, I will fight evil. So yeah, of course he sounds a bit off. It's a fucking police chief. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Now, I mean, now the scene where uh, after the priest saves um, Jean, Jean, Jean Valjean's hide by saying that he gave him the silver, and he right. has that whole scene where he's singing to himself yeah. about his now r- close-ups of his face through ha- half of that really showing that the and the fact that he's really how, singing in real oh, time yeah, and, and his eyes were, were red and bloodshot he was very 
Uh, his skin was bad. His teeth were bad. I mean, just he was through hell. But and, and like the emotion in his face and the fact that he was singing and not just lip syncing yeah. really comes through. And I've seen critics not only complain about the music but complain about the close-ups. Now here's a film that that's not that'll come, that shove itself down your throat. Blah blah blah. It, <sighs> it's it's visceral. I, you know I what got it into is that just because that's of that. Too many people in love with the Broadway show. Actually, it, 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 I disagree. You think so? I, I, I found that most of the reviews that knock this movie uh, are from film critics who haven't seen the Broadway play and haven't even admitted it. Okay. I mean, that's. I'm just saying. I. I, 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 every, you know what? You know how it is. Every now and then when a film comes out that the critics are like, okay, we can shit on this now. Good. Right. Like a, a, they wait for the good film that they can shit on and get away with without being seen as idiots. And this was one of them. It's like that little wink and a nudge. All right, this one we're allowed to trash. And so a lot of them jump on the bandwagon just to, so they can get a pop, you know, raise their popularity or seem a bit more relevant culturally. Right. And I don't think, I I don't think it's a great. I mean, I don't think it's a great film because I had problems with it too. As far as like I I felt there was too much CGI, but that's just me because I'm gun shy with CGI now. Uh, well, like I, I think they, they were really just trying to go, like in the opening shot of the film where you see that huge ship that they're pulling in. That's the mm-hmm. only way to do it, is CGI, that ship. Well, every, the, the, it's a hundred million dollar movie as it is. Yeah, well, the majority of the set pieces and, and, and musical numbers and scenes are all really like closed, intricate, but like closed sets and, and up close and personal and the only time you really see, G- see CGI in the film is when they do the faraway establishing shots that back right. 50 years ago would have just been matte paintings. Yeah. So even then, they're, they're not going crazy. All right, you know what? The only part is whenever, whenever Russell Crowe starts walking on a ledge, all of a sudden we get too much CGI. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do these, panning, these panned up shots where yeah. they're going, you know, it's normally they probably use a very expensive crane, uh, like a crane shot, but and and they might be using something like that but it's like you could tell it's supposed to feel grand and just gigantic and it does yeah it's like, you know javert <laughs> steps out on the ledge and suddenly we're in irreversible like, <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna jump this time but just you wait i might later <laughs> um, i mean it's it's not as bad as I, I mean, maybe it's just me. Maybe maybe uh, an adult male, like ten years younger than me, fifteen years younger than me, would go into the film and start clawing their eyes out halfway through because right. it's just. Uh, I mean, I, I I found there were some very emo- well done emotional scenes. Oh uh, yeah, any, sure. Any faults I have with the film have to do with what was there before the film was made. Uh, the idea that every, every ten years uh, Javert just happens to stumble upon uh, Jean Valjean. Like, oh, that man in the street, do I know him? Like, is this that small of a fucking country? Yeah. How does he keep, you know, it, it's just one of those things. And then Cosette, oh, is, we're adults now, and oh, we just happened to bump into the girl that I was raised with uh, from the house. Uh, well, right. And, well, and then the thing is, too, the girl that is in love with him, he basically happened. tells her, right, he basically tells her, I want that chick. Can you help me? <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? It's like, I, you dummy. Thank you, thank you. Because when he says that, and he sees the pale, the pale, skinny girl that can't sing well, it's like, and you're not banging Eponine because <laughs> she wants it, man. 
So, so it's the rich. Like she's the, the type that would lean up against the fence, <laughs> like a cat in heat. Like that's was that's a girl. That's a girl you she, keep. She was asking him where the fence was. Is that bad? <laughs> and it's even worse than that because he's this rich kid that wants to fight for the people. And so who does he fall for? The the chick the, the pale chick in the expensive clothing. Right. Well, he's got the hot swarthy chick right next to him, like practically crawling up over his head. You know, <laughs> r- practically wrapping her legs around his neck. And he's I like, know. oh, I can't have any of this. Can you find out? Can you find out more about her? Because her, I like. So yeah. he's that he. He's, clue- and there's nothing to like about it. It's he's he's completely clueless. This camera. Anyway. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> uh, focus. I'm focus, out of focus. Man, man focus. Focus. <laughs> yeah, and then and the, the entire the red the red and black scene, uh, that whole music number. I, yeah. I, that that's when that's when you get a refill of popcorn. Because what the. Uh, <laughs> I thought the little boy in the film was um, I, that whole scene is. I met a woman, but we must die. <laughs> She's really cute. We must die. I don't know why. I feel this way. <laughs> the kid, the little boy, the one that ends up getting killed. That was, the other that was yeah. That was the other musical part I like when he was running through the streets because he even says like as far as French history goes, yeah, we we overthrew the government and then you know a couple a couple decades we overthrew later overthrew the government. It's like he was doing like over the top British accent. See, it I don't worked. know if that, huh? It worked. I like that. No, no, it worked. It, it, it definitely worked. But I don't know if that's how he really talks because it was definitely over the top British accent. He even spells out in that song, "We overthrew the government," and twenty years later, oh shit, it's just as bad as it was then. Even <laughs> and again, Americans, we overthrew our government. Because we they were taxing our tea, <laughs> they're charging us too much for our tea, and these people are like, yeah, we're dying in the streets, <laughs> and you're the people we got to fix the fucking problem. <laughs> it, it, ah, I love America. God, I love America. I'm, I'm so happy you've, I'm here. Co- until, you've come around. <laughs> temporarily, temporarily, it's temporarily, okay. and until next week. Between the French Revolution and the uh, the Iranian uh, whole debacle, it's yeah. Uh, give me <laughs> uh. give me a few hours of Fox News. I'll change my tune. Yeah, how uh, Donald Trump was on Howard Stern yesterday, and oh my no, god, no, don't no, just, wrong show. I know it's now, the about, wrong show. What about Anne Hathaway scene? I seen a lot of people criticizing her. I thought she was great. I love that. No, whole scene. I, I, I think I, I think to criticize her for anything she did in this film, it is wrong, completely wrong. Yeah, I really Even do. Like, I making fun of her makeup, saying she she was you know, that is the best performance I've ever seen with with a woman you know pretty much screaming, "You're fucking a corpse." <laughs> I'm dead inside. You're screwing a corpse. Thank you, Anne. I I think she gets the Oscar. I really do. And that I really was do. quick. She went downhill in like the course of three hours. That was just like you know. He, that's oh, why yeah. I didn't realize she was gone. It was he thought it was like a long lunch. He comes back. She's like a prostitute. Half her teeth are missing. Her hair's gone, and she's dying of consumption. It's like Jesus. I saw you five hours ago. You still had a job. What the fuck happened? Yeah, you just banged the dude ten minutes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He banged her, sir. She got. <laughs> she banged. She banged. 
Just redo Les Mis with pop with like pop modern songs. Yeah, and she back and she, ah. <laughs> Anyway, the whole, the whole opening with the ropes they could done, they could have done gang, Gangnam Style instead. Opa Gangnam Style. <laughs> Opa Les Mis Style. Um, Mama, <laughs> Don't forget my name. Don't forget my name. John Jean style. That's right. Jean Vagin style. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Vagin what? Jean Valjean. Uh, Vagin will hang low like wizard robe. The names. I, sorry, French names just uh, irritate me. I, uh, yeah, Eponine. I, I just crusty bread. <laughs> Gavrol. And Sasha Baron was what? Crusty bread. We sell you crusty bread. Cuts the tail off a cat. I'm yeah. in. Sold. Sold American. Well, I, I, I get the feeling that um, they approached, or he approached, uh, the Les Mis people because he is supposedly going forward with that Freddie Mercury film now. Now. I, you know what? Seeing this, I'll give him, I'll give him more leeway on that. And, and that's uh, that's almost a guaranteed Oscar. That movie, if if it's done right, and he uh, acts the in in a certain way, if he nails, uh, no pun intended, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> uh, if he if he nails him, uh, it, it's almost it's at least a, a guaranteed Oscar nomination. You know, I I would love if they uh, if they, can you hear me? I can hear you. I lost it in my ears. Okay. I would love it if if they nominated uh, Sasha Baron for an Oscar, and like it gets the Oscar night, and they give it to him, and it turns out to be a big hoax, just like his uh, his oh, films, the Borat, just like the Borat type stuff. Ah, you 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 fell for it, didn't you? <laughs> uh, it's, it's not as funny when you're on my end, no. <laughs> uh, uh, what the hell? I hate when it does on? that. I just can't no. hear myself. Oh, there it goes again. I think there's something with the wires starting to get loose. Uh, again? Well, they they hangs. They don't give you like a uh, like a, a hook or anything on the side to keep it. So maybe for a 100th but, episode gift, someone can get you a wireless headset. Yeah, I don't think so. Those things are expensive. But yeah. I I liked I liked Less Miserables, and I uh, I I would fast forward about past a couple parts. And, I'll never uh, watch it again. Let's put it that way. It's I'll not watch, something I'll. I watch parts of it. I'll watch the master of the house scene, and then I'll watch Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but but again, that. it's it's, it's I, I'm not a big fan of the, the story. It's another example too of people uh, characters seem to die, uh, just at the right moment for the film, and it, right. it's too convenient. It, it's it, it works if it's a it it doesn't. I don't know. And also these kind of epic things where they they take place during a historical moment. It becomes the backdrop of the historical moment becomes the story itself, and then I'm tuning out because I, I don't care about the history of the of the uh, plaster right. elephant. I really don't. I just want to see, I want to see if Javier kills him. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I like I like. Don't forget my name. <laughs> I was I, mean, I was waiting for the scene where Javier, Javier finds him in the sewer. Hmm. I was like, I'm innocent. I don't care. <laughs> They could reenact that scene from The Fugitive. Uh, that's, that's, have, that was uh, my point, yeah. 
Well, you said sewer. Okay, never mind. <laughs> it was waterway, sewer. What do you want? Sure. They it, were was water, it was big waterfall, but it's okay. Where do you think the sewer? Where do you think the sewer goes? They were in a drainage pipe, you bastard. <laughs> That's okay. You held back Fuck. there. <laughs> I felt an F word coming my way. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but I mean, uh, as far as like uh, rating it on the IMDb, what's I, it I'm at now? Seven point nine. Is it really that high? It's. I didn't it's think a, it was that high. It's a beloved. It's a beloved musical. I well, think the, would be yeah, higher. The Broadway play is beloved, but this is a movie about a Broadway play. I, I think it would be higher if it wasn't for the people bitching about the uh, non sink sinking. Again, everything that made it more real is the only thing people complained about. So if it was less real, you'd have a higher rating. But it's a seven point nine. Personally, I would go seven. Seven. Seven seems high. It's not. It's not poorly done. It's just not. It's not my type of film. Uh, the problems yeah. I have with it are are inherent in most musicals. Uh, I thought the acting was superb. I, I I thought the music. I I I give I give extra points from what I would normally give just because I think he was on the Tom Hooper was on the right track what he did and he's getting shit on for being innovative, uh, and I'm I'm against that. So, what else has he done? Tom Hooper. Oh, yeah, lots of I stuff. Mean, he says as he waits. Oh, he for did the King's room. speech. That's why it's obviously Joey's, obviously Joey's screen loads faster than mine. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Red dust. He did some EastEnders too. British TV show. EastEnders. Yeah. Okay. But I, I give him credit He's for that. He's done a lot I, of TV say, stuff. I'm gonna say seven. What do you think? It's still bringing it down from where it is, so you're still knocking it. You're just not knocking it that much. Yeah. All right. I'll. I'll yeah. I'll, I'll go I, with seven. Seven's okay. I, I win. Yay. Okay. You win. <laughs> I just don't want to argue a lower score. <laughs> now, what about Argo? Awesome. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. I mean, that's that's really how it's... It, it, fucking Argo. Ben Affleck is one of the best working directors today. You have to agree with me now. One of the best. I just I just said that. I said one of the best working directors today. I would prefer among the best, but this no, is no he's the he has proven himself. He is one of sure. You know he he in my opinion he's top ten. Now also also a film that's garnered a little bit of criticism mainly because of its portrayal of uh, events that occurred, and I like his response when he he was attacked. Canada got pissed off because it kind of downplays Canada's role and makes them look like they were a bit jerky, which Americans like. To feel that you know way. what? They held them for sixty-nine fucking days. What do they want? Seriously. Well, well I had my, power. I, I, for, like, I didn't have power for thir thirteen days. I was going out of my fucking mind. These guys can't step outside. <laughs> you know. I, I liked. I liked his response to all the criticism. Where he said, "You know what? It's based on a true story. We're going to take creative license with it because we have to create tension in a film. We have to create." Like, like they're criticizing. Oh, there wasn't like this mad dash at the end for the airport. Says no, but it's a film. If everything right. went fine, it would be dull and a boring and anticlimactic. We need a climax. It's a movie, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. 
That's anybody right. who goes to a, yeah anybody who goes to a film based on a true story and gets bent out of shape because it's not 100 percent accurate, go read a fucking history book. It's a movie. It's entertainment. Shut up. And uh, as far as uh, best supporting actor goes, I think Alan, I think we're also looking at best supporting actor. I think Alan Arkin gets it, and he was in this movie for 15 minutes. Alan Arkin already won best supporting actor, didn't he? For uh, for uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Did he win for? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so but I don't think I think, he's he, I think he's that good in here. I, I don't think De Niro gets it. I I don't think he's enough in here. I don't think he's in this film enough to get at best supporting. He was good, but he's really like a. He's not even supporting. He's almost like a, like an ancillary character. Yeah. Yeah, you might oh, as well just say John Goodman gets best. John Goodman's in the film just as much as he is. I mean, I don't, I don't was, see it. He was it. real I think good he, in I, it too. Yeah, I I, th- I think it's just okay. Let's give it to Alan Arkin. We like him, but it's I, I, there's not enough in the film to warrant an Oscar. Right. You know, uh, even well, Ben Affleck's character is a bit monotone through the whole thing, and I get why it's the character, but still, I mean, the range there's not great range in the character, but that's because that that's the way the character's supposed to be. That's how we, you know, that's how you survive in that kind of uh, field. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what I didn't you, like? What's that? The end credits where they showed yeah of Argo no of some other film uh at the end credits of Argo it's like like Schaefer Uh, what why'd you call his name because I'm fucking him (laughs) is he here no (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was a good one I like that yeah that was good um anyway Because I'm At the end, they, they show they show scenes from the film, and next to it, they show scenes from like actual footage from the time period to show how how accurate it was. Right. And I think doing that was almost just kind of like 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 rubbing it's a little vain, a little. See how good we did this? See how close? Oh, we were? stop! No, I, I honestly I didn't. I, didn't I, I think I think you see it that way. I, I think. It, I, I, I don't think I'd be the only one who thinks that. You probably it, aren't, but I think I looked at it as, as more fascinating than than oh wow look how you know look how vain they they are in doing that. No, I, I thought it was I thought it was neat. I was like cool, you know that that's somebody that takes you know that is definitely taking pride in their craft. And, and holy Affleck shit! Is, what? Holy shit! Fuck Iran! What the fuck? Seriously, fuck yeah. Iran. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I try to keep neutral on a lot of this stuff because you get the right wing and left wing, and they start talking right. about it. And you just watch like parts of this film, and it's based on history, so it's it's not totally skewed. And fuck these people. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> the, these these pencil pushers at the embassy, they're all the spies. We're gonna, you know, fake assass, fake fake executions. We're gonna track them down and kill them. Jesus, people. I mean, calm the fuck down. You got rid of your guy. Your right. other guy's in power. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they showed like clips of you know. Oh, I don't know what they should just go and kill a couple of them. Like, I'm starting to agree with you. <laughs> I mean, obviously the. <laughs> The film's going in a certain vein here. I like how uh, nowhere in the film did they mention that Reagan, you know, the whole <laughs> October surprise with Reagan. Oh. <laughs> that Reagan yeah, no. hostage. They, they just keep saying, we finally got the hostages released. Says, yeah, by we. <laughs> <laughs> Means not you, Jimmy. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's probably a sore, sore spot, you know. And I'm not, I'm not saying that 
positive or negative as far as right wing or left wing. It's just funny how that little aspect gets kind of glossed over in the film, too. So, again, it's not historically accurate, but there's enough in there where I'm like, really, yeah, I can see why you'd, you'd really be. And that, that, that kind of situation is it's enough to make you think right wing. Right. Now, really I got, um, I, I have a, a little piece of Alan Arkin's performance here. This was something I was going to play in the opening uh, of the show, but I, in lieu of that, I decided to play um, our our fans giving us the congrats for our 100th episode. But I want to play this. Because oh, yeah. this is good. I like this. All right, here it is. Hi, I only got a couple of minutes. I'm getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. Mazel tov, Lester. Uh, I'd rather stay home and count the wrinkles on my dog's balls. Okay. You got six people hiding out in the town of what? Four million people, all of whom chant death to America all the live long day. You want to set up a movie in a week. You want to lie to Hollywood, a town where everybody lies for a living. Then you're going to sneak 007 over here into a country that wants CIA blood on their breakfast cereal. And you're going to walk the Brady Bunch out of the most watched city in the world. Passed about 100 militia at the airport. That's right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're looking at the. Uh, I I I I know he just won three four years ago, but I think I I really do think he gets it. I do. I don't. Know. He's he's not in it enough. Anne Hathaway is not in Les Mis enough. But I think uh, you're gonna get, the Oscars are gonna go to short performances this year. Because I think with what they'll feel is they were more entertained, more in you know enthusiastic about these characters in short performances than they will be about other characters in entire films or much longer performances. I, I think that's what happened with uh, Judy Dench in Shakespeare in Love. She was only on the screen for seven minutes, but they thought her character was that fascinating, that well done. They gave it to her. Uh, personally, I, I personally, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of that movie, Shakespeare in Love at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really yeah, not. I, I think I think the wrong film. I thought that that film won Best Picture that year. I thought that was the wrong movie. Um, we've, I, we've 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 argued this case over and over again. I agree. Yes, yes, I understand. Well, you don't agree that Saving Private Ryan should have won Best Picture, oh, but I do believe. Stop. You need to stop right now. Not on our hundredth <laughs> episode. <laughs> don't you dare. There's a wonderful article, Google Saving Private Ryan. And, and it's Goldberg, all wrong. And it, it just tells exactly how stupid the screenplay was. Not No. I read the, I read the article, and I don't agree no. with it at all. It's on our Facebook page. Go back and check it out. You'll agree with me. Yeah. With him. Please do. And, with me. and write, write, write the show and tell us your opinion. So, um, I mean, this, the plot of Argo is simple. It really is a very simple plot. It's uh, it's it's a film, and, and I'm not saying it, that in a bad way. I'm just saying it's it's. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah it's ABC. Really, it's, really, it, there's there's no twists, no turns, nothing crazy. There's really not a lot going on behind be, beyond the, the the premise, and what you're really watching is just the unfolding of how everything's thrown together so quickly, and then mm -hmm. the the uh, these characters being stuck in these situations i mean yeah so i mean the whole film takes place over what uh after 72 the opening, hours yeah like a couple two or three days three or four yeah. days uh from the setup to execution uh so after act one where you get the setup for how they got into that position the rest of the film is just pretty much 
uh, a mad scramble to get this uh, crazy scenario, CIA scenario out there. And, and, and let me tell you, the opening of this movie, one of the one of the best openings that I've seen in a long time for a movie, where there's so much happening, it just it it just grabs like you. It it just really pulls you in. I like the, but you can tell this was made for Americans not only because it, it shits on the Canadians, but the opening is a little cartoon history lesson of Iran. Well, like a little no, comic strip. W- weren't those supposed to be storyboards? Or but, similar to storyboards? That's, yeah, that's what they're supposed to be. It's a comic book history lesson for the Americans who don't know what the fuck have what, what the fuck Iran was about. They pretty much had yeah, to say. Yeah, okay, I guess so. All right. The American audiences don't. Ha- and I, I'm not saying I'm a great history uh, student myself, but they knew in order to get this past a large audience, we need to have a little history lesson at the beginning. And what better way than to have nice, cute cartoons? <laughs> or I mean, our our comics book strip, animate. You know what. And 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 I and I hate to say this, but if this film doesn't win Best Picture, it might be because of that. <laughs> no, just I don't ju- judging by the rest of the film, of the tone, the pacing, how well it was done, to have something like we were just like you were just talking about with these cartoon panels, it almost it seems like it doesn't fit. If those panels were drawn a little darker, a little differently, well, maybe. I- they just had to give a history lesson to the uh, the theater audience. That's all there is to it. Yeah, but I I, I do agree with you that it. In, I thought it was a little too cartoony, but it, it definitely, in my opinion, but felt. You, but you're also right because it was storyboards, so it fit into the theme of the film. Well, yeah, and for all I know, those were actual storyboards they used in 1979, and then you know, boo on no, me. No, but, these, but, the, but they were storyboards about the Shah and everything, so it wouldn't have been the same movie. All right. Well, okay. Maybe. Okay. I'll go with this then. Maybe they were drawn in the same way the storyboards were drawn for the, the the fake Argo movie. Okay. I don't know. I'm just trying to help him out. I'm trying to give him credit. I, I should. Don't think it's working. It's not. <laughs> it ain't. Fuck. So anyway, uh, do we want to rate the movie? Are we done with it? I mean, there's not much to say about Argo. We both liked there, it. There really uh, isn't. You know, I mean, it's always harder to review movies when you like them. If I have any complaints, it's the '70s mustaches, but they're you know they're part of the era. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, uh, now remember, IMDb. remember, what? remember the '70s in uh, the Lovely Bones. Yeah, nothing like this. This is this. This is the '70s I remember <laughs> vaguely. Argo is what the '70s were. The Lovely Bones is what the 70s are in, in Peter Jackson Megaland. <laughs> His fucking brain. But uh, a good film. I definitely deserved to be nominated. Uh, and I, I think it's... it's. Oh, and by the way, uh, Ben Affleck sporting a beard. Goddamn mm. sexy. Loving the beard. <laughs> go full beard. I'm even oh, sporting a beard tonight beard. myself. I can't, I can't see you, so I have no idea. I, I haven't shaved in two weeks. There you go. Do the full beard, man. I just, just don't want any of that, that manscaping bullshit with the soul patch in the side. Yeah, I, I, I just don't let do it that. go. Let it go natural. All man. Affleck's got it. All man. It's just lazy. For me, anyway. I dig. I, I hope he keeps the beard. 
I'm digging the beard. He's had the beard uh, for, uh, all through uh, press. Yeah, I, I hope it stays because I think I think it's 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 doing him good. He's probably thinking, you know, much like you know, playoff hockey. It's lucky. What? He probably has had the beard no. since the, uh, f- since they were making the movie. Because he plays hockey. No, because he's. Never mind. I don't even know why I bothered. Good. Good. Let's never mind that and move on. <laughs> I was just merely pointing out that people, you know, find not shaving to be lucky. And and there he goes. And there I go. Like hockey players. Like hockey players. Or as Danny would say, hockey. I, th- hockey. I thought they. Did, I thought they found the lack of teeth. Uh, lucky. No. Okay. All right. So on IMDb, it is a Eight solid points. eight. 8.0. Uh, 8.0. 8.0. It's a solid 8. It's 8.1, motherfucker. Refresh your screen. Did you just rate it? No, it's 8.1. No, mine says 8. I did refresh, refresh my your, screen. Well, your, your, did. yours is wrong. So right, how you many votes does your say? No, no, how many votes does your say? You don't have Hold it up, on. do you? No, I do. I had it up on two screens. It still says 8.0. I opened it up in a brand new screen. 93,164. 93,000 votes? Okay, my screen is 8.0. Mine's only with 91,000 votes, so, all right. So there's been 2,000 votes since we've done the show? I don't know, since one of us refreshed. When was the last time you had this on the screen? I don't know. Did you have this on the screen at like lunchtime today? All right, it's 8.0. <laughs> hey, you, you, you're bad-mouthing me a minute ago. You're I yelling at me. I ha- I've, I've had the screen open for three weeks, okay? Refresh your screen, motherfucker. It's like, <laughs> come on. I'm Not telling you fault. what's on my screen. I even opened up a new screen just for you. Well, that's probably what did it then. Oh, is that what it was? You want to rate this or not, bitch? I <laughs> I would actually go higher than eight on this one. Really? I wouldn't. No, I would. I and, and here's my here's my problem. I don't think it's a nine, but I think it's better than an eight. I if I if we could go half points, I'd say eight and a half. But I'd be You're willing to go. That. I would willing willing to. I'd be willing to go nine, because I can't right. do eight and a half. So let's start nine, but I'm gonna knock it down to eight because of the uh, history Cartoon lesson. Cartoon panels, okay. I'll let you have that. Um, All right, eight. I'll I'll let you have an eight. I mean, it would be nine if I really really liked it more than I did. No, I don't. And it validates my uh, Ben Affleck is one of the best working directors today. Among <laughs> the best, yes. One of. Yeah, among them, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. 100 of these? My God, how have we made it? I, I don't know, dude. I really don't. I... We did this one in an hour. <laughs> okay, how, how fucking ironic is that? Our 100th episode is like our shortest episode in three years. <laughs> That's because we're fucking tired of doing it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Enough of this shit. Fucking A right, man. Gotta set up the sound every time. Oh God! And Scott gets a name wrong. Gets a name wrong. Yeah, Rex here's to, a, here's to another hundred. 
if we're doing this in another hundred episodes, we better be getting paid for it. Well, we we don't really make movement that much towards that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it, I, it's pretty. We're it's pretty much the same thing we do without. It's this is the exact same thing we would do without the podcast, except we wouldn't have to set up sound before talking about films. True. That's that's pretty much it. So. <sighs> that awkward silence means we're done for the episode. I think so. Well, you, you know what? All right. I do want to say this. We, we th- it has it has been a hundred episodes, and he's firing it, me. It, what? I'm firing you. That's right. He's, he's uh, no, in all on, in all honesty, in all honesty, it, it's been awesome. I never thought we we, I really never thought we'd get to a hundred episodes. I, I really, I really do. What's that? I never thought we'd get the ten. <laughs> well, you know, we had so many problems in the beginning. Unlike now. Uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it goes mo- smooth as silk. I can't even begin to describe how easy it is now. You know what it is? I'll tell you exactly what it is. What is I it, Joey? I don't have fucking time for the setup anymore. <laughs> I don't. Well, when Before, we first started the show, uh, I was unemployed, right? Yeah. I was unemployed, and you didn't have any kids. <laughs> so, so between the two of us, there was ample time to fuck around. <laughs> I mean, through we did, 40, we did, 40 or 50 episodes. Yeah, if you, and if you, go, if you listen back to the older episodes, don't listen to episode number one, because you won't make it through just because of the horrible sound quality. Um, if you go yeah, back, was, was uh, Joey and I would record a lot of the older episodes, like sitting next to each other in front of a microphone, because we would take the time out. We would take a day and get together and record an episode or two. And we record and hours. We do five, six hours. That we that I think the one day we did five hours in a row. <laughs> it was like three. And episodes. we cut that into three or four episodes mm-hmm. because we knew we couldn't get together as often as we would have liked, and you know. We live, even though we live in the same state, we live an hour apart. So it would be, do you have time to come to me? Do I have time to come to you? And if you didn't have time, we didn't get out an episode. So that but first since- that first year, year and a half, was literally us busting our asses, going to each other's houses, recording episodes, editing episodes, editing in sound files, and editing out parts of the show that maybe didn't sound right and there was not that i'm saying there was there's less love now that's not it it's just that we had the time and the patience and we didn't have the job or the children to get in the way (laughs) of us doing the show uh and now you know now we do we still have a lot of fun doing the show it's just it gets sometimes it gets harder and harder every week to just you know, get to do it. Like, just for instance, our hundredth episode should have been last week, but bigger shits, big bigger shits, bigger shit prevailed, means, and we we me. couldn't do it. Bigger shits well, means me. <laughs> it just it it wasn't in it wasn't in the cards. So it's been a journey. It's it's been a journey. A hundred episodes has been a journey. Uh, uh and uh, 
and and slowly but sure again, and again since we're not we're not trying to turn this into a business we're just trying to do it for fun it's yeah. been slow built it's been slow building certain aspects we have the website now we've got uh uh, we have a Tumblr that I'm not using. We have a Facebook page that that we we update fairly regularly. Regularly, you can get us on uh, multiple uh, feeds, and and we we you know, we get artwork and stuff done. And we had callers calling. We have we have a decent uh, download rate. We're we're down, We're getting gigabytes. Sorry, terabytes. Terabytes. Yeah. Terabytes downloaded monthly of of the show, so we have we have listeners and we're we happy. We have with all that. that. We have we have a lot of shy yeah. listeners that don't like to really call in. But you know what? In this you know, day and age, you know, in this I day and age where everything is well, uh, well what I was going to uh, say is in this day and age where everything is just so instant, you just you you pull it in through your iPhone or your iPod or whatever in your car, you're listening to it instantly. Even if I tell you right now what the phone number is, you're not going to really remember unless you listen to it again later. And then if even if you had a question, a lot of people, they might say, eh, never mind. I love the show, but eh, never mind. Maybe I'll call next week. Maybe I'll call the following week. Maybe I'll call next month. I, I think everything is just so instant, it's harder and harder for people to participate. Just as long as they're listening, as long as I see the bandwidth is moving, then I know people are listening, and that's really what, you know, matters mm-hmm. so what were you going to say I was just saying I, I think our audience is just too busy to do stuff like that I've seen other podcasts that are just pretty much um, I've noticed I've listened to a couple recently and there's like just a bunch of young guys like if, like maybe us 20 years ago just sitting right. around talking shit and it's like just very loosely just a lot of personal stuff and it's a lot of and they're funny it's, it's great it's like, it's like hearing a bunch of friends sitting around talking and then they go to iTunes and they got 80 fucking reviews it's like what the fuck is this because all the other people listening to this podcast are also sitting around they have all day not doing anything and I, I think our audience is not I'm not saying uh, um, slackers up <laughs> I'm saying our audience is the They're a little bit size. older. They're probably... Uh, I wouldn't say sophisticated, but i say maybe slightly more mature. Not not too mature for our rape episode and things like that, but mature <laughs> enough where they have stuff going on. So the, They have day know, jobs and you know they have other responsibilities. Sure. T- taking the time out to say, hey, guys, good job. It's like, fuck it. They know it's a good job. That's why they're listening. So, right. You know. Uh, but we did, we did uh, get every, uh, two more reviews on the iTunes page. That's going to be rock. Yeah, I you know so. another couple of years of this we'll have like twelve, maybe maybe. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I just want to say you know we're obviously we're grateful to have all these people listening. We're glad you're listening, uh, and and I am personally glad that you find our uh, our caterwauling about films at least mildly enter- entertaining. I think so. I think uh, one of the one of the one of the best reviews we had was they're just like car talk if they talked about cars. <laughs> but then somebody told me that that we should really take that as a compliment because apparently car talk is oh, car talk is huge is huge huge yeah <laughs> no I knew that I, I knew car talk was big and these two jackasses they just on NPR they just talk about cars and and it's just they have their own following they have like book series right. and it's insane yeah so yeah I, I took that at heart as being serious because they and but again I think the difference is just that uh. I don't yeah. know what the difference is. Me neither. All right. Uh, I think it's time to go. 
Joey Sir's given that. Mm, I, mm, yeah, yeah I there, there's no. I mean, we could do a top ten. We could do all that stuff. But you know what? Let's keep it simple. Jo- Joey, quote us some numbers. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, I want to say. I got to say wanna. before I go. Uh, yeah. I've been going to the movie theater more recently. Uh, more, okay. more, and more recently. This past weekend, went to see Parker. How was it? It was good. Don't buy, don't believe the trailer. The trailer plays it up to be more light than it is. It's 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 a decent uh, it's a decent uh, update of the payback version of the Parker really? books. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, darker than that. Now, I have I boycotted theaters for a year. Uh, we found a new theater recently, the Rave Cinema. Uh, there's a new chain, and I, I really like Rave Cinema. Very nice. Very, setup's beautiful. And I've had great luck going to weekend matinees really? in the past. Okay. Uh, last weekend, decided to go see a film around uh, five, six o'clock instead. And got and I had a couple behind me, and this is this is the freakiest part because it's not like I could turn around and say anything. Uh, I had a couple of uh, what's the good what's a good phrase drool cups. <laughs> idiots uh, the only thing I can think of in my head was just how in- insane I would go if I had to sit in a car ride back home after the film with these people as well they didn't talk but every time something would happen on the screen the the, the, the male counterpoint of this uh, this uh, retarded duo would laugh uh-huh. and this, this is not an exaggeration this is not me uh Blowing out front of okay. This is not me. Yeah, this is actually the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even beginning to joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like someone we know. Ah, uh, no, no, worse. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but not. And then really. the girl. And then the girl would yeah. go. Mm-mm. <laughs> mm. And not even funny parts either. Not even something would happen, and it'd be like not funny. And then it's like, <laughs> every time he laughed in my head, his teeth got bigger and bigger out of the front of his face. <laughs> and then she, and again, not not. It's this weird psychosis that's going through this country now. People, if if, if they aren't externalizing their thoughts, then they're not experiencing anything. They have to. Something has to come out of them for them to feel like they're actually there. So even though they're supposed to be watching and just taking things in and not being a participant, merely observing and viewing and and recording mentally, there's this need to go <laughs> and hmm hmm oh shut the fuck up <laughs> holy you shit know, the film Idiocracy I. Sometimes I really, truly feel we're headed in that direction. Have you ever seen the film Idiocracy? No, but I get the concept. See it. No, I'm serious. See it. It it, it really feels like we're headed in that direction. Not the first person to say it to me. It's it's on my list. I'm not avoiding it. It's a great film, too. I've heard, yeah. I remember buying the stock option for that on HSX when it was just... um, What was it just... I think it was just called 3000. No idea. Take place in the year three thousand. Do not remember. Hmm. Anyway, all right, we're we're dragging on now. Yeah, we're just well, we're I just, just dragging. I just had to share that. That's all. 
I'm glad you did. Uh, just holy, just <laughs> dude. Just imagine you're in the theater. It's dark. You just hear that behind you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your own cartoon character. It's the fucking dog Droopy sitting behind me. I can't look around. <laughs> Droopy dog. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you. Episode 100. I did, actually didn't think we were going to get to it somehow. But we did. Fuck it up. We did. All right, everybody. Uh, you know what? Leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can go to iTunes and download all of our episodes for free. You can go to our website and download all of our episodes for free. Um, you can send us money, too, if you want. Okay. Sure. Send us Whatever. money. Why not? Uh, go to our Facebook page. Go to our uh, lunch.com page. Just do a search for Movie Sucktastic in your favorite browser, and we'll show up. Because that's how we roll. We're everywhere. <laughs> everywhere! Everywhere. Do not forget my name. Movie Sucktastic! <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. bye.